You are listening to episode 59 of Legion of Substitute Podcasters, Growing Up Legion, Part 2. Welcome to episode 59 of Legion of Substitute Podcasters. I'm Paul French, and today I am Cabernet Franc Kid. <laughs> yes. Only slightly snotty. <laughs> yes, yeah, a little, little snooty, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's the Cab Franc. It's, it's a $10 bottle, really. Uh, uh, <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> no, we, we, just, we just had dinner before uh, we started recording, and... Uh, you know, started off with uh, with opening the bottle as I was cooking, and uh, you know, a little bit to throw into the pasta, a little bit to throw into my glass, you know, a little bit for Santa Claus, a little bit for you know. And so, what uh, you're saying is you're tanked. A uh, little bit, a little bit, and uh, and and you know, Jan took a took a tumbler of of wine with her to a bath, and she she came down and said, "I'm a little drunk," and so we almost weren't recording, but you know, the kid woke up, so. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's nice. me this week. <laughs> nice, and I, I'm Darren Noel, and I guess I will continue the theme. And I am going to be um, chocolate mint martini boy. Oh my! Yeah. What goes into a chocolate mint martini, Darren? Um, it is actually one ounce of vodka, mm-hmm. a half an ounce of um, creme de menthe, and a half an ounce of white creme de cacao. Nice. Mm. And if you're really artistic with it, then you can like take some peppermint candy and crush it and make that the sugar rim. Oh. Mm. So there you go. Oh, there I'm you getting go. ready for the holidays. That, that's a fine party, rim job so. you've done there. Wow. I, I, I give really good rim jobs. <laughs> I'm not about to deny that to anyone. See, and I didn't even have to say it. <laughs> I just waited. I knew it. Wow. <laughs> What do you got, Matt? Cheers. Come on. Well, uh, Follow that, uh, Matt. Go ahead. Uh, How's your rim job? Come on. <laughs> uh, I, oh, continuing in the drink theme, I guess I'll be Diet Dr. Pepper lad. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, I know. It's a letdown. <laughs> well, I, I had, we had some white Russians this afternoon. Ah, there you go. Right now, I've got the Diet Dr. Pepper. And I am Scott Coles, and tonight, I guess, I am uh, Recorder Leg Kid. Recorder Leg is a wild berry cider from uh, Sweden. Wow. Mm. Nice. We're all luscious tonight. And it's 7% alcohol, so that's all right. (laughs) And it makes beautiful sounds. (laughs) (laughs) The only thing that matters. A beer who understands me. Now everybody understands why they were hearing Pomplamoose right at the beginning. <laughs> uh, I don't have a big pile of them anymore now. Now there's just the two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Oh, my. So unless this uh, podcast goes really long, I don't think we'll have that problem again. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's going to be a problem tonight. I think we're going to be three sheets to the wind before we get past the third page. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Oh, my. I'm actually going to bring us down for a moment. Just for Aww. a moment. <clears throat> well, yeah. 
Um, just just something I think that's uh, that's important to put out there. A member of the comics podcast community has uh, has left us. Um, yeah. I'm speaking, of course, of Eric Martin of the DC Noise podcast, also the Comics Playground podcast. I know there was at least one or two others that he had going on. The trip. That's yeah. the one. Thank you. Yeah, the Comics I'm, Playground. I, yeah, so so um, anyway, he passed away this past, uh, I guess, Wednesday it was, um, the 18th. Yes, I think that's right. Um, and um, passed away in his sleep of a, of a massive heart attack. And uh, so our thoughts uh, definitely go out to his family, to his friends, to... Uh, to his co-host Mike uh, on the DC Noise DC Noise podcast, and uh, you know to, to everyone who knew him, to his his daughter Gracie. Um, I know the Geek Syndicate guys are looking at uh, uh, pulling a little something together for uh, for Gracie. So if anyone uh, um, was a was a listener of, uh, of of DC Noise or a listener of any of these things, or you know just basically uh, ever encountered Eric on the on the forums, because I know he was uh, he was on there a lot. I know uh, certainly he was on the Savants forum quite a bit. And, um, and so, uh, uh, yeah, so our, our thoughts definitely go out to, uh, to, to Eric's family and friends and all the people who, uh, who lost a, a, a really good guy. Pour yeah. one out for Eric. Indeed. Yeah. Here, here to Eric. Toast. To Eric. Jeez. Oh. Bye. <laughs> <sighs> So um, and and you know he, <clears throat> he was a guy who was always very very positive about his uh, his DC books. You know I remember once where where they asked him you know what was the best book that came out this week and he was like everything DC put out this week. <laughs> and and you know what I I gotta I I gotta applaud that kind of positivity. So, um, but um, when we get to uh, to actual Legion news, there's actually very little. Although Adventure mm. Four came out this week, and it was awesome. It really was. Um, notably, uh, the end of the Shoemaker Johns run. Yeah, such as it is, you know. What, all four three issues. issues. Yeah, really. Yeah, really. Really, three issues with with Shoemaker involved. Anyway, um, but um, this one uh, art artwork by Jerry Ordway, and not the greatest Ordway I've ever seen. Pretty good Ordway once you get into like like from page like four on, but I know in the first couple of pages when they were doing some flashback stuff, it just seemed really kind of I don't know uh, it it didn't seem it didn't seem that like the kind of thing that we usually get from Ordway. And, it seemed a little uh, off. It, it did, it did, and I, and I don't know how much of that was him. How much like uh, Bob Wyacek was inking him. Wyacek's a pretty solid inker, you know. Uh, he he inked uh, he inked him on uh, the um, Brave and Bold issues that he did, and certainly Wyacek uh, inked uh, Perez on uh, a lot of the Brave and Bold stuff, uh, the, the the Wade Perez uh, run, anyway. And um, so, like I say, first few pages not a, not a huge deal, um, but this this kind of took that last few pages of um, <laughs> of Legion of Three Worlds five. And and sort of made that logical extension beyond, um, and so essentially what you've got is uh, is Prime finds out what's happened in. Uh, <clears throat> I guess he gets a copy of, uh, or he's on the internet and he finds out what's going on in Legion of uh, or uh, in Adventure Comics Four, <laughs> and so he's got to go and get Legion or uh, Adventure. <laughs> God, he's got to go and get Adventure Comics Number Five because in that one he's going to find out what happens to him, <laughs> and so he goes to the comic store. 
And that's um, logical, isn't it? Well, where else are you going to get Adventure Comics Five? And they say, but it hasn't even come out yet. And uh, <laughs> but he, but he gets mom and he gets he gets mom and dad to drive him down, and and they're kind of freaked out. And um, you know, it just it just kind of carries on that whole thing where they're like. We love you, son, but we're terrified of you. <laughs> <clears throat> so, so very much on that meta level, sort of going on to uh, to how much the fans really just hate Prime, and um, and then of course we uh, we see some uh, some Black Lanterns show up, including uh, remember I was commenting the other week about the guy who had the uh, the um, sort of colossus looking arms and uh, and legs in one of the issues and it turns out it was indeed uh um black lantern alexander luthor mm-hmm. <laughs> um we got into a bit of the uh how the black lanterns download the memories so it's kind of neat and they they did the same thing in rebels uh issue 10 um yeah. where I think they've, they've done it in pretty much all of the the ring tie-in issues. Yeah, exactly, and that and that's probably the big distinction. You're right because I noticed that in in Outsiders this past week as well. Uh, we've kind of got that that the whole background. Um, uh, you know, you get the background on each character, and and um, you know, almost like a, a quickie two point two two page origin of uh, of their involvement with whatever team or with whatever character, etc. And um, so we kind of got that whole thing with the, this is what happened, and then I died, and memory <laughs> download completed, and uh, and that's essentially sort of what's going on here. So we got to see um, Prime's history uh, by way of um, Alexander Luthor. Um, as uh, the memory download is completed. So this, again, tells us that, you know, these things arise. They get a memory download. It isn't the same, uh, it isn't the same person. And, uh, and, 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 and that's significant. You know, it's funny because this week I actually um, <laughs> bought a pile of, uh, of Walking Dead trades. Uh, awesome. you know, a couple of months ago, we talked about that with uh, with Francis, and I was just like, I gotta read this stuff. I had read the first trade a couple of years back, and and never went any further with it. So I'm about three volumes in now, and thinking, how have I missed out on this for all this time? <laughs> like that's just crazy. And uh, and there was and so, <clears throat> but it is kind of funny reading this story as we're going through the whole Blackest Night thing, right? Because yeah. uh, there, there, there are lots of parallels and just this whole idea of the that isn't the person you thought it was, that isn't the person that you remember, and um, you know, and that so that that's a that's a fairly significant thing. So at any rate, the prime story very very meta. You know, it's all about the uh, it, it's it's very much he's aware he's a comic book character. You know, and it's it's just this side of uh, of ambush bug when you get down to it, as far as the uh, awareness of being a comic book character. Um, then uh, then we get uh, Shoemaker and Johns along with Clayton Henry. Man, just beautiful artwork. This issue as as always, um, and they really they go into just the whole thing with with Block and the Black Witch. Uh, there's all yeah. kinds of wildfire uh, action in this one, so you know I'm a fan of it. <laughs> you know they, they they know which buttons to press for me, and I'm sure that's what they were thinking. Um, <clears throat> uh, but uh, so so we got uh, Block taken off to the um, to the sorcerer's world, and we find out a little bit about how he's providing some uh, some balance for for Misa. You know she's got this whole new dark side thing. Maybe dark side isn't the best word to use. Um, maybe so it is. <laughs> maybe. Hey, hey, exactly. You know, it wouldn't be the first time, right? 
And um, anyway, it, it just kind of took some of the threads that that were sitting there in um, at the end of uh, of Legion of Three Worlds number five, where we saw sort of the the Green Lantern stuff on the um, uh, you know in the in the wall carvings and that kind of thing. Um, yeah. So it, it remains to be seen how much of this is going to be continued. And I guess that's an important thing to think of. Uh, you know, we get next issue, we get the um, the prime story, and it looks like that's going to be the whole issue. There's, I don't think there's supposed to be a backup for the, for that issue. Um, and of course, in number six, um, we get uh, we get Francis and and Jeff Johns finishing up their their storyline. Mm-hmm. From there. You know, basically, I think we've got a little while before before Levitz hits the title. So uh, they said, you know, Didio had said that there's going to be someone from the super titles. You know, and the first thought I would have would be Rucker or Robinson, specifically oh. Robinson, because he's got a lot of this stuff going on. But Sterling Gates did co-write this issue. He did. That's right. And he's co-written, he's co-written the next issue as well. Um, oh. However, um, f- friend of the show, Tony Bedard, issue seven. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. Absolutely. Wait, and wait, Tony, Tony Bedard number seven? They've cloned him? <laughs> really? That's right, yes. He's uh, no, he's going to be writing number seven. I can't remember who they said was going to be doing the art on that issue, but um, <clears throat> I actually honestly thought that, that it was it was going to sort of tie into uh, tie in with uh, Rucker Robinson, but then, you know, Sterling Gates wrote, co-wrote this issue, so it would be kind of a, an apt passing of the torch, but then who knows? Who knows? Who knows how that's going? Whether or not the whether or not the Bedard stuff is going to continue along the Superboy thread, or if it's going to continue on the Le- on the Legion side of things, because Tony has worked on on both sides of that fence. You know, he's 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 worked in the Titans camp. He's also worked in the um, in on on the Legion side of things. So, who knows which way that's going to go? Indeed. I guess now- we'll find out when it comes out. Yeah. <laughs> In, in the adventure, was the three boot Legion in there at all? Yes. yes. Oh, okay. So it was, it was awesome. Wow, they and, appear. Okay. And wow. that was perhaps one of the coolest things uh, in the story. Um, they've basically been excavating um, Earth Prime to find comic books. Yeah. Which Earth of course Prime San Diego. <laughs> Yes, exactly. Uh, yeah, most significantly, right? The part that was underwater or not? <laughs> no, this is Earth Prime, Darren. That was New Earth. Oh, oh, Earth. sorry. That's not Sub Diego. Okay. Right, sorry. exactly. Get, getting my uh, my Earths mixed up already. Wow. <laughs> Diego, what are you talking about? That never happened. It never yes. happened. It was all magic. Okay. DC oh. was right. Alternate Earths are too confusing for us stupid, stupid readers. <laughs> <laughs> So, stupid, stupid readers. Uh, bring, a cra- bring on a crisis. Let's go. Exactly, exactly. Clearly, we need to consolidate all this because that'll be much <laughs> less confusing. It's only 51 worlds. How can we keep it all straight? Uh. So, um, at any rate, you know, that's so, so that's so, yes, yeah, so they, they're, they're basically discovering, excavating for old comic books and uh, trying to uncover the history. Because of God course, them when they get to the zero hour issues, okay, hey, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so bloodlines, woo! <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, bloodlines! Oh my! Uh, <laughs> one good thing Infinite Crisis did. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, 
Yeah. So, so one of the things was, and 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 Murray pointed this out on the forum actually, um, where I where Ayla had mentioned about the timeline altering. Now that is the Earth Prime timeline. So, um, you know that, and that's basically why they wanted these these back issues to uh, to sort of fill in the blanks for them. So, uh, so that is okay. Again, I, I just really, you know, I I really hope that, the, that these little threads out, that have been put out there get um, get paid off. And I think that that one being in that main feature, we'll probably see a bit of that payoff in the next issue. Yeah. Um, and uh, some people have speculated: Will this be the redemption of Prime? Could I re- be. I don't know. I I I hope not. I I, I mm-hmm. you know I think redeeming that character, giving him the happy ending, tying it all off in a bow. Difficult. Very difficult. It's hard to redeem a character like that, but at the same time, you know, I think that it's one of those things where you know, let's let's give him a rest for a while. Yeah. <laughs> they you might know. be giving him a permanent rest. Indeed. Yay. Indeed. <laughs> because hey, as the he Alex Luther spoiled the ending of issue five. <laughs> <laughs> well even it's Alex spoilers. <laughs> it's a fun issue. I mean and, yeah. and you know, and that's the thing is that you know, for all the Sturm and Drang that we've seen in a whole lot of things, they're really, it comes down to this is just a really fun comic book issue. And um, and I think people are pretty divided on it. Um, but I've seen more people sort of come on the side of, man, they're having fun with it. And and that's yeah. and that's, that's a good thing. And, and I got to agree there. Um, uh, Mike Shoemaker had uh, had posted on, tw- on the Twitter about... Um, you know this being their their last story, and uh, and how he r- really had a good time working on it, and um, and he said, you know, the best the best way to uh, walk into uh, what was it, the best way to make a splash in the comics world is to walk in next to the best writer, and yeah. um, you know, and and uh, so he was, and and, and uh, Matt and I both commented on uh, on on Clayton Henry, you know, how we'd enjoyed the run and how we were loving Clayton Henry's work, and uh, and you know, and he's like, yeah, he says Clayton really, really, uh, really did some great work on this, and uh, um, I, I think a lot of people feel the same way. I'd I'd love to see him, you know. They haven't they haven't named Levitt the Levitt's artist yet, but man, I hope his name's in the running at least for it because oh, yeah. just I really so. really great stuff, really clean work, um, really expressive. I, I just really enjoyed it. So, so that's Adventure Comics number four. Yay, Adventure Comics number four! Woohoo! <laughs> well, now oh. we should uh, we should head back a little ways. Oh, all the way back? Well, not all the way back, but okay. But I'll at least to you. where we, we left off on a cliffhanger last week. Again. You know, oh, really? listeners are going to get ticked off at that. <laughs> there, was a, there was a big old bum, bum, bum. Oh, That's dude. right. Because we had, I believe the, I believe the last words last week were final battle. Oh, actually, the, fir- yeah. the la- actually the last word was, uh oh, something tells us he doesn't have a game <laughs> of checkers in mind. Better be here next issue <laughs> when they play chess. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> that gammon th- you say. <laughs> I thought the last words were, I'm sorry, I'll have that cleaned up by next week. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. That's a good, it's a good point, yes. And he did. Either way. And he did. The Cliffhanger. End. 
And we all lived happily ever after. <laughs> For a little while. <laughs> Darren, were you just channeling uh, Dick Van Dyke from uh, Mary Poppins? <laughs> Top of the day to you, Gavna. Mm. Worst Cockney accent ever on film. Dick Van Dyke, Mary Poppins. There you go. There you go. <laughs> See, that's what you, that's what happens when you you take an American actor who was hugely popular at the time and put him in in a vehicle for movie making. You have to put him next to someone who actually has an English accent so that they <laughs> play off each other. And so the fact that Julie Andrews was even there helped Dick Van Dyke rise to the level of British and made him convincing. The antithesis that was convincing. Of this, well, the antithesis of this is the Kevin Costner Robin Hood. <laughs> oh yeah, starring Kevin Costner, Christian Slater, and Morgan Freeman, none of which are remotely British at all. Yeah, but you had okay. Rickman it, as the villain. He wasn't with any of the guys. Well, this is this is true. Mm. I just want to say you had Alan Rickman, and I think any time you got Alan Rickman, <laughs> Christmas is canceled. <laughs> See. <laughs> See, you know, I I'd love to. I, I I my I know they've talked about other people for um for Khan in the new Star Trek uh, universe. Um, most most recently Richard Alpert from uh, from Lost. Oh, he would be awesome. Sure, Richard he would. Alpert. Alan Rickman. Uh, Alan, yeah. Alan Rickman as as Khan. Someone's got to choose scenery in that picture. Come on. Oh, that's true. <laughs> I, I, I would want to see someone who had the same type of Latin accent as Ricardo Montalban. If he can say rich Corinthian leather and delete it, Fine, Corinthian leather. Yes. Oh, my. Your Chrysler Cordoba. <laughs> mm. and, and then, so it was like, what was it? it was, so it was that, and then it was the Maxwell House. Was it Maxwell House that he did? I don't remember That's Maxwell That's good coffee. Yeah, yeah. There was a, there was uh, it was one of the coffees. It was either that or Folgers. I don't know. No, I think it was Maxwell House. There we go. Okay. Good, the, good the, to the, the last, to the last drop. drop. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Good to the last. Okay, drop. okay. Jimmy oh. Smits could probably be con. Oh yeah. Hey. Yeah, but I don't know if he could be as over the top as Montalban. Oh, I don't know. Did you see him in Dexter season three? There you go. <laughs> That's no, so true. I haven't seen that yet. It's pretty good, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm only about half about halfway through, but uh, or or yes. Benjamin Bratt could do a good con, probably. Benjamin Bratt. What? Benjamin Bratt. You're high. I know. <laughs> These damn. It turns out. It turns out when you make it since two o'clock. What the do you cho- want? the chocolate mint <laughs> martini. It calls for one ounce. Turns out when you put five in, whole different Shut thing. Up. It's not five. <laughs> Well, wait a minute. What am I using? Oh, well, it isn't a big bowl. Maybe I should fix it more. He would tell you, but he's uh, seeing vapor trails and can't make out the words right now. <laughs> See, I, I heard this on a thing on the CBC last night. We were listening to uh, to a stand-up show, and they had this guy talking about how he's like, you know, in Italian families is different. And he says, you know, I go, I go back home, and my mother says, the doctor, he says that the uh, one glass of, of red wine... Is 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 good for you? Imagine what five gonna do. Exactly, exactly. I'm I'm testing that theory right now. In fact, so wow. Well, I'd say you're gonna be well marinated for the holidays. Then, are you celebrating American Thanksgiving too, Paul? You know what? We hadn't talked about it, but I think we should. Because that's this Thursday. You know, this coming up Thursday, Americans Thursday. will be gorging. Yes, that's it's right. always Thursday. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we'll oh, we'll that's st- right. You guys do that weird thing. We'll we'll still celebrate it on this on the Sunday of that week. But like last year, last year we did actually uh, celebrate it because lots of football on that day, and mm-hmm. so I think we may do we may just do the same because I really look for any excuse to cook up a turkey, <laughs> and um, like seriously, because <laughs> it's like, a beautiful thing. It's like lunch for the rest of the week. At uh, least. Don't you know? Yeah. Uh, don't you know? yeah. So so uh so there's there's a good chance of us actually doing that. Um we have to have Thursday off for Thanksgiving because Friday is the real American holiday of Black Friday shopping. <laughs> yes, uh, yes, yes. Yes. Which reminds mm-hmm. me a lot of Shirley Jackson's The Lottery. If you've read that story. <laughs> do tell, <laughs> do tell. Some, some poor Shirley clerk Jackson. somewhere oh. gets trampled <laughs> at, at a Walmart or whatever. <laughs> yeah, Walmart's this year are opening at midnight. Midnight? Wow. Midnight. Oh, God. You've so, wait, midnight Thursday? Yeah. Yeah. God, See, it's getting closer and closer. It's going to end up where where you have to have dinner at four o'clock in the afternoon uh-huh. because the stores are going to open at six, and then they're going to push it back even further. So, you're going to have to have your Thanksgiving dinner for breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> This is why. It'll be turkey hash. (laughs) There you go. They claim they're having it at midnight to hopefully prevent people from getting poor clerks from being trampled. Are they that dumb? Are they really that dumb? People out there at like 8 p.m. lining up going. Give me the Black Friday sales. Because what are they saying to themselves? They're saying they're saying we need to line up. X number of hours before they open. It doesn't matter when you move the opening time to. Exactly. Yeah. They're going to line up anyway. If they're going to line up at 2 a.m. Yeah. On, on a freezing November <laughs> you know, evening, they're going to line up on a freezing November See, afternoon. So, this is, this is why we do Thanksgiving in October like civilized people. Oh, whatever. <laughs> kind of nuts. Yeah, you we got a marijuana talking. leaf on your flag. Come on. Damn right. Hey, and it's only a mis- <laughs> and it's only a misdemeanor here, my friends. <laughs> oh, I'm so moving. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, heck, where heck, where I come where I come from here where I'm from right now, we're uh, actually pretty famous for our crops. Are yeah. you now? Yeah, it's true. Let me to give you my address. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think mailing that stuff's a no-no. Yeah, oh, whatever. Yeah. It's, it's gen- oregano. <laughs> it's generally considered a bad idea. On the side of it, it's all good to go. Come on, because <laughs> the police have never heard that one before. Yeah, exactly. I know. I know. You know they're training the dogs to smell coffee now. See, I'm I'm just I'm just picturing Scott and I crossing the border at, uh, for Super Show. <laughs> I'm just gonna that be like super show. Anything to declare? Oh crap! <laughs> it's, it's the ultra Caucasian version of a Cheech and Chong buddy movie. <laughs> and, well, uh, as it turns uh, out, I've got a lot of spare time on my hands now, so uh, I'm gonna. And I also need an alternate uh, form of uh, income. So, oh lord, he's we'll gonna be like the show. She's <laughs> he's he's gonna end up being like uh, what's her name on on the show Weeds. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but her breasts are firmer, aren't they? Oh, they are. Right now, but now I've got time to work out, so I can fix that. Uh (laughs) (laughs) They'll be as firm as you need them to be, baby. It comes super (laughs) I'll tell you. Mm. Lift and separate. Mm. Mm. 
I guess oh. I guess I should confess that I'm going to bust my ass to get the super show because um Attaboy. I have I have a driving buddy now. So awesome. I, I am fairly committed to going to super show as long as the earth does not cave in. Cool. So and that shouldn't happen until jealous. December twenty first on twenty twelve. So, you know, I there, think I'll make it. There, oh, so Matt, you gotta make it. You gotta 20, figure it out. Don't even you start with the twenty twelve, I tell you. Oh. <laughs> I'm so over that crap, can I tell you? Oh, you know, I, I haven't gone. It's been ending since I was born. All right. I, I have. I haven't. I haven't gone to see a, a movie in months. Uh, I would say it's since Ella was born, but it's actually probably several weeks before that. And uh, so we were. We uh, we had a sitter last week, and so we're going to go out to a movie. And 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 I think, well, you know, Jan's not going to like Paranormal Activity. That's not going to go over well. Um, and uh, and you know, the box. Uh, you know, I don't know if she's going to be too into that. And and that was a Twilight Zone episode. Well, and that's it. That's it. It's a half hour Twilight Zone episode. Thank you. Right. So this is what I'm thinking. So I'm thinking. You know, maybe I just want to see stuff blow up. So <laughs> yeah. so let's let's go well, see a, a big screen spectacle. So we went to see 2012, and and we walk out of there, and and there's this one scene where they where they show like they're airlifting animals. Think Noah's Ark kind of stuff, yeah, right? Yeah, we need produce. It's true. That you know, so you got like giraffes, hippopotami, and all that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. Notice my correct use of the plural. Um, <laughs> and uh, and so they've got all these animals. And so as we're walking out of the movie, Jan's just like, you know, they had them and they're flying through basically like the Arctic. And and you know, you'd think you'd think that they would do something more to warm them up. And I'm like, this is the logic gap that you're picking on for this movie. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> and she's like, oh, I'm just getting started. <laughs> I used to really like John Cusack. What the fuck happened? Uh, uh, you, you know what I did he, as a... He did the money. Here's he what did, I did uh, as a... He, yeah, he had a he had a big old uh, summer cottage. Um, to You know, it's like the balloon payment came up on the summer house. Yeah, because yeah. Uh, yeah. what I ended up doing was uh, was, <laughs> was the day after I put say anything in just to act as a palate cleanser. Oh, it's like, good, yeah. there's the Cusack I remember. Yeah, gross point blank, please. Thank oh, you. Yeah. yeah. See, high fidelity. Oh, yeah. High fidelity. Another See? excellent choice. Oh, fantastic. I love that movie. Absolutely. Love yeah, that. basically anything before high fidelity. Yeah. That's about the cutoff. High, point. high fidelity was pretty much the end of it, wasn't it? Because I think the next one was. Well, no, he did. He did high fidelity after Con Air, um, but um, I don't know. Six. What was it? Sixteen oh one or whatever the heck. I haven't seen that. That I one was pretty good. I didn't mind that at all. Or and I enjoyed Con Air. It's it's a fun movie. <laughs> But very, very akin to what was going on in 2012. Let me say, uh. you know, it, it's 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 kind of fun. It's kind of you know, it it's definitely shut the brain off. You won't be needing it. Yeah, mm. it's, there is it's there brain is candy. There is, is no need for that. And so, uh, in that respect, it was it was kind of fun. But but you know, for us, where it's like the first movie we've gone to see, and and really one of the first times we've left the kid with the babysitter. Yes, going to see the movie which talks about families being ripped asunder. That's the way to go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Should have went to see Zombieland. <laughs> You're telling that's, me that's a movie about togetherness, right there, Zombieland. <laughs> interestingly, movie is awesome. Interestingly, Woody Harrelson in this one as well. Oh, really? Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. For how long? Not long at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come. Mm. 
Well, yeah. I know I'm going to end up seeing it on DVD at the very least because Carla loves disaster movies. Mm. You know, and it, the guy who directed Day After Tomorrow. It's this guy. Directed exactly. this one. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, and she, Independence Day. Yeah. Day After Tomorrow is like her favorite movie. It's ridiculous. Then she's going to love. She's wow. gonna, then she is going to absolutely love this because it's like that times 10. Um, oh, you know, on, on that, on like I say, on that front, it it totally delivers, and, and you know, as as a as a big old uh, effects heavy disaster movie, fantastic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So so there you have it. And and to be quite honest, I, I had the afternoon free today, and I was going to go and catch a movie, and it was I was like looking, and it's like there's nothing I want to see. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. So. Uh, I, you know, stayed at home and I watched Up on DVD. <laughs> I think the next Aww. movie. <laughs> watched what? Uh, up. Ah, sweet. <laughs> God, I love that movie. <laughs> it's not the first time I've watched it this week, even. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good movie. It's a great it's a, movie. It's a great movie. And, um, yeah, so uh, so I, I, I stuck around and just watched that. It's a beautiful thing. It is a beautiful thing. I loved Up. Make more like up, please, Pixar. Yes. Indeed. Indeed. So uh, maybe we should do some Legion stuff. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Now that showtime with Siskel and Ebert and the other two guys is over. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, so Matt, why don't why don't you uh, do the lead off here? All right. We've got Adventure Comics number 355, The War of the Legions. This is written by Shooter, has art by Swan and Klein, and letters by Milt, or by Snappin. Milt Snappin. Milt Snappin. Yeah. God, I love that guy's name. Absolutely. It's a great name. Great name. <laughs> that guy probably got laid like 90. <laughs> Because, uh, you know, all that mad, fat comic lettering catch. Mm. <laughs> oh, hey, dr- dream girl in the uh, in the uh, re- in the Archie Legion, her last name, her name was Nura Snappin, but she changed it to now. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, I, ju- I just read that read that issue where she debuted and Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome but on the cover we've got cosmic king lightning lord and saturn queen standing on futuristic uh kind of like hoverboard things and lightning lord says haha superman's returning to his own time with him gone we can easily wipe out the other legionnaires and well that's probably true <laughs> Check out the exhaust coming out of the bottom of those uh, hover support boards. Jeez, that can't be good for the environment. You think they would have fixed Global that stuff? Warming. Yeah. In this issue, we've got the roll call: Brainiac Five, Cosmic Man, Element Man, Lightning Man, Polar Man, Saturn Woman, and Superman. The Legion of Supervillains is back, stronger than ever, for a fight to the finish with the adult Legion of Superheroes. It's the clash of the century. The 30th century, that is, in the War of the Legions. And we've got two unidentified uh, people running in to save the day. Relax, pals. We're here to help you. To help whom? Are these armored characters on our side? Says uh, 
Lightning Man. And uh, Lightning Lord says, or are they throwing in with the super villains? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> dun, yeah. dun, dun. Okay. <laughs> yes, th- their cleverly disguised secret identities that have th- the letters of their names on their chest. <laughs> <laughs> that is we don't know cool. that yet. Come on, you're doing it anyway. The issue starts out at the villain's headquarters, which is beneath the murky North Atlantic. And it looks like Sea Lab. Yeah, Sea Lab 2020. <laughs> Inside the the villains, they, they, they're they upset because they failed to defeat the heroes and they captured Pharaoh Man, their puppet emissary, and they freed him from uh, Saturn Queen's control. But, uh, Cosmic King <laughs> says, those heroes have beaten us at every turn. With the Legion around, it's impossible to do any serious plundering. Plunder, yeah, <laughs> plunder, plunder. I just love the way that in that the first panel where they show them, they're looking at on the computer screen there, and uh, Lightning Lord is shaking his fist at the computer yeah. screen like, damn you! <laughs> <laughs> Get off my lawn, he's saying. <laughs> you uh, rot, kids. Oh. <laughs> is, it, is it just me, or is this Cosmic King very Reed Richards looking? Totally. totally. Except Reed Richards gone to seed. Yeah, yeah. Like, like exactly. Reed Richards. Or Reed. <laughs> he's Reed Richards after a couple of bottles of scotch. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Lightning Lord says, don't give up, Cosmic King. I've already planned our next battle. It can't fail. And then he right. pulls the lever on the door, and they have now pow- they have added, the power we've added to our ranks will prevent that. Enough talk. What's the plan? First of all, we must capture our legionnaire, and this is how we'll do it. So, <laughs> yeah. And the way he's looking, you can tell he's evil. <laughs> he reminds me of Sinestro. Yeah, really. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. Every time, I read his, every time I read his word balloons, I hear the Sinestro from the Super Friends uh, cartoon. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Meanwhile, at the headquarters of the adult Legion of Superheroes, <laughs> there's Ted Knight. <laughs> uh, Go, Ted Knight. Um, Superman says that there's nothing that he can do, and he's got to go because he's got work awaiting in his own time because uh, the future is a place and not a time. <laughs> yeah, we got to hurry back. That, didn't we? I can uh, never get there at the same time if I don't leave now. <laughs> Brainiac 5, who doesn't have his pipe with him, says that he'll take uh, Superman back to the time lane control. And uh, seconds later, outside... Time travel is so common nowadays. Special lanes have been set up to prevent interdimensional crack-ups. Here's the 20th century route. Crack-ups? <laughs> Here's the on-ramp. Have a crack-up. All right, you're going to want to take the I-24 the I down to <laughs> down to the 21st century. Then you're going to hang a left. Are these my directions to Super Show? Because if I, I'm going to have to write this down. If, if, you, if you get to the King's Highway, you've gone too far. Indeed, yeah. indeed. Because then you're going to end up outside. your reading. I've been told to concentrate on why I'm missing. Concentrate. Yeah. Like, okay. Exactly, because see, then you're gonna end up like outside Dustin Diamond's house, oh, <laughs> and you're gonna be like Screech. Uh, yeah. Hey Screech, can you tell me where Super Show is? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Why yes, yes I can. Thank yes, you. but you have to buy my sex tape first. Damn you, Screech! Ah! Damn you! 
<laughs> no one wants to do that. No. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, uh, well, <laughs> super, maybe Superman does. He says, oh, I'll be a thread Kryptonian babooch. <laughs> and that's exactly what Dustin Diamond says in that sex tape. So I hear. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've, I've seen it, sorry. Uh-oh. <laughs> I didn't want to see it. I saw it. I uh, wanted to see the Colin Farrell one, but, you know. Anyway. <laughs> Superman flies off and Brainiac 5 notices that there's a weird ship hovering around and uh-oh it grabs him and he notices it has the insignia of the Legion of Super Villains and for a 12th level intelligence dude I mean this guy <laughs> like look at that logo what else yeah. could that be unless it's like a money sign oh. is that Scrooge McDuck's little flying sphere <laughs> it's either Scrooge McDuck or the Legion of Super Villains he had a little mm. too much of the pipe yeah yeah, that's <laughs> it. Exactly. could there Scrooge be a money McDuck is a secret member of the Legion of Super Villains with that mm. you've got to ask is there enough room for a money pit in that ship I don't know mm. well it could be a hey. Tesseract <laughs> there you go oh that's true but, uh, much later I'm <laughs> oh, sorry Darren much later. <laughs> uh, inside the Legion headquarters, Brainiac 5. We haven't seen him for hours. He no went... one noticed until now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How convenient. <laughs> mm. The pungent it's smell like... of his pipe is gone. I, what's, what's going on? I... Oh, it's, like that, it's like that episode of The Simpsons where uh, they go to the test drive the car and get... <laughs> Get the free, get the uh, free prize, and they don't open it. Until Homer says, "Hmm, whatever happened to that?" Oh, man. Uh, Lightning Man says he went out to show Superman the time travel lanes, but never came back. Do you suppose something happened to him suddenly? Uh-huh. Yes, that fools! Something has happened to him. These super villains have abducted him. A huge face, lightning lord, appearing on the wall. Fiend, what have you done with him? The big, the big giant head. <laughs> Maybe it's William This Shatner. issue reads a lot better when you are tanked on chocolate and martini. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It is not what we have done, but what we will do. And let's oh, those God. sealed instructions before you are followed. And um, Envelopes materialize out of thin air. You even got a Legion of Supervillains wax seal. That's <laughs> Thank, <awesome>. you. <laughs> Thank you. I'm like, wow, they even got stationary. That, that's yeah. some classy supervillainy right there. Yeah, yeah. that is. And, uh, None of this well, cart rate stuff in the 30th century. All right. <laughs> uh, they open their envelopes, and uh, everyone has to go to five different locations. And. Uh, they have got to be there in 15 minutes to learn about Brainiac 5's location. Oh, man, man says, it has to be a trap. We can't go. Yes, we must risk it. Brainiac 5's life is at stake. And Polar Man says, you're right. Let's get to move on. <laughs> and they all fly <laughs> off. And they're talking in Cosmic Man. Enough talk. Move. <laughs> I agree. Get out oh. of my way, Churl. Oh, wait. <laughs> wait, is Nemesis Kid there? No, Churl's already dead. <laughs> Wait, oh. Oh. Uh, uh, <laughs> minutes later, as Cosmic Man reaches his appointed spot, Echo Canyon, the most perfect natural echo chamber in the world, they'd hardly pull an ambush here where the slightest sound would echo and alert me. But suddenly, uh, an attack, a deafening, stunning noise. But who? 
me, Echo, the master of sound. Echo, huh? Well, by the time I'm getting through with you, you'll be all, all you'll be good for is a party noisemaker. <laughs> Wee! <clears throat> yeah. Uh, that's pretty tough talk there, balding man. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but he, he miraculously grew his hair back at the bot in the lower yeah. right panel. <laughs> that's just because that's because it's like it's like flung forward from the. Uh, He's got a comb back. over. Get the comb over, yeah. Uh, how many more echo appearances do we have after this one? Five years later. Yeah. The, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Legion of Three Worlds. So yeah. 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 yeah about, that's about, about it. Two or three. Yeah. Well, look at that outfit. I mean, gee whiz. <laughs> Yeah, that's just plain awful. Yeah, but let's face it. I mean, they they would later take it and say, "Hey, let's put a really goofy helmet on it and make it havoc." Well, yeah. uh, uh, oh, no. it's also havoc almost the molecule cool. master. Havoc? You mean the cool Summers brother? Oh, yeah, sorry. really. <laughs> the only one worth watching. Indeed. Yeah, Indeed. we won't talk about the illegitimate one, Gambit. Okay. What? So. <laughs> What about this is why I don't read X-Men. <laughs> you see, you went I, one one of two ways. You went X-Men or you went Legion. Clearly, yeah. you went Legion. Clearly, yeah. Legion was the best way to go. Indeed. <laughs> Judging by reading this story, I'm not so sure. <laughs> hey, you should have seen what the uh, what the X-Men were up to these days. Well, that's true, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, fighting Sauron every other issue. Oh, hey, Sauron's cool. Snore. Yeah. Speaking of flashbacks, I hate to take us on a tangent, but did you see the preview for the... Uh... Why stop now? I know. Yeah. Shut up, I'm drunk. <laughs> um, uh, Doc Savage, Batman, the, that pulp world that's coming out. I think we'll talk about this when we go to State of DC, but did you see which character they're bringing in? Mm-hmm. Rima, the jungle girl from the Super wow. Nice. She had like four appearances total in the whole run of the series, I think, but they're bringing her in and I'm like, woohoo! Yeah, it's, it's the I had first to get my wave. Boy on, so. She had her, she had her own book for a little while in the seventies, didn't she? Did she? I think so. It didn't last very long, I don't think. But it no, I think have, you're right. I think you're right. I think there was at least a couple issues of it. At well, some she point. hasn't appeared anywhere since that I'm aware of. So unless I'm thinking of somebody, some other jungle girl. I mean, it well, could be because it's lots Shauna, of the jungle queen, right over in the red yes. house. Yeah, no, no, not that one. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. I'll do some Wikipediaing and looking up if cool. I can find yeah. anything. <laughs> Which might it's, be posting it. <laughs> it, it is the it, it's the first wave, is what you're thinking of. That's what yeah, the, uh, yeah, that's what it's called. Yeah. All right, all right, read monkey. <laughs> well, Echo said, "Bah, to me, your mighty magnetic powers are a joke." Oof, his vibrations caused an earthquake, but my flight ring saved me from falling in this crevice because in the future, now they wear their flight rings. Ah, uh, see, the they got smart. They were like, "Hey, it's uh-huh. always a pain in the ass when we don't have it on." Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, Cosmic Man, he's he's in trouble because he's now realized that there's nothing iron for his magnetic powers to grab onto. But or is, is there? Or is there? <laughs> Sound travels through air, and its main components, oxygen and nitrogen, are slightly paramagnetic. If I can Science. magnetize the air around him, I can render render the sound power useless and knock him out. <gasps> Can't breathe. No choke though. Can't play last lick. (laughs) Can't play last lick of immigrant song. (laughs) 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 That's what I like. That's what I like to think he says. (laughs) 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 
Are you, are you working on Guitar Hero? Is that what you're doing? Yeah. yeah. I don't think they'll license it for Guitar Hero. Ah. Uh, oh. Cosmic Man picks a card off of Echo that has the Brainiac 5's location. And uh, he heads off. And he thinks that uh, something harder is going to be coming up next. And meanwhile, at the Universe Fair in Metropolis, Cosmic Saturn Woman arrives. I'm supposed to wait in front of the Universe Tower. That's one of the most crowded places at the fair. And uh, she shows up and Saturn Saturn Queen is there (laughs) and says, it's a trap. Good guess, do-gooder. You know my ESP powers can fight off your super hypnotism. But can it fight them off as oh, Saturn Queen has taken over the minds of all the fair go- goers and they are attacking her in a big mob? And Saturn Queen says, Kill her, stamp her into the ground. Uh, let's do something. Well, I'm still in one piece. I have it. And uh, she puts Saturn Girl, puts the mob to sleep. And because. Uh, her, the hypnosis had already weakened their minds, so it was pretty easy for them to do. And then <laughs> Saturn Woman uses her uh, uses her judo and <laughs> takes out Queen. Wow! A judo fight, chop chop. <laughs> yeah, judo chop. Did they just recolor a Black Canary um, <laughs> panel for that scene? You think? Oh, they <laughs> never gave Black Canary that much stuff to do that back then. Oh, she that's was, true. That's she was true. just she taking was minutes. Green arrow, stop it! She was just taking yeah. minutes at the JLA meetings. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's all gorgeous ladies are wrestling up in this biatch. Oh my! Awesome. <laughs> uh, at, at that moment, the power plant of the Metropolis Electric Company. <laughs> Greetings, Garth, or rather, Lightning <laughs> hey, Man. <you> guys. <laughs> <laughs> I think Easy Reader is going to come along any minute. <laughs> is he a Bob, legion applicant? Will, will he fight guy. with the villains or the heroes? There's the question. Yeah. Not that other guy who's been, who Chameleon Boy said they'd been ripping off, who showed up on the Electric Company. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's a word. It's a plan. It's Letterman. <laughs> now, what's funny about Letterman is that Joan Rivers narrated all those cartoons. Yeah, really? Yeah, yeah that's Joan Rivers narrating Letterman. No kidding. And speaking of Rima, the Jungle Girl, which I was earlier, <laughs> um, she um, appeared originally back in 1904. Wow, in, in a book um called green mansions a romance of the tropical forest which i'm sure only 18 year olds and above could purchase back in the day um, (laughs) by the argentine british writer wh hudson and then she started in a seven issue comic book series is he (laughs) from dc comics from may 74 to may 75 probably a victim of the implosion most likely Mm -hmm. implosion was a little later than that yeah the implosion was 78 they just canceled her then. Okay. Um, it was adapted by an uncredited writer with artwork by penciler inker Nestor Redondo. And oh, yeah. I Joe Kubert. DC writer editor Robert Kaniger is the credited writer for issue number five on. So it used to be pretty to look at. There you yeah. go. Sorry, guys. We just got to just give a break for one second. Awesome. Okay. Son of a biscuit eater. <laughs> Oh, Rima was also mentioned in Ray Bradbury's short story, The Melt. I think I've read that. You're totally talking over the electric company theme. Am I? (laughs) 
Oops, I'm drunk, I'm sorry. Just watching this. Oh, there's there he is at the back. That that guy from the yeah. other company. The guy from the other company. But it does start off with the "Hey, you guys." The yeah, yeah. Rita Moreno. Rita Moreno. Exactly. Exactly. Wow. Yeah. Sorry. We just <laughs> someone mentioned Electric Company. Can't pass it up. No. <laughs> we are tangent men. Thank you. <laughs> Be doing the, the Legion. I didn't changes. remember that theme at all. Really? Seriously. The electric company. Yeah. And just that the looking the out in company. the new world. I, I didn't remember any of that. Wow. Wow. You know what we should you know what we should do? We should and have I, l- I loved that show as a kid. I absolutely loved it. I oh, I, yeah. I I subscribed to um Spidey uh, Super Stories? Yeah, Spidey Super Stories. I used to walk around, oh, Scott, yeah. to the Max Milk that's around the corner from you. Mm-hmm. The one down on, down by Capelli Circle there. I used to walk around the corner there to pick up uh, an issue of Spidey Super Stories. You know, I'd get, like, my dollar allowance. I'd pick up that and another comic and uh, Tangy Taffy and, and walk back home with it, reading, you know, reading the book on my way home. Mm-hmm. And, ah, uh, ah. Uh, uh. It has me feeling very nostalgic, but yeah, the Electric Company—that's uh, that's some key childhood stuff for me. Mm-hmm. Mm. We need to do a, a Saturday morning cartoons episode. Yeah, we, we talk talking? about them enough. I know. <laughs> I thought that was every episode. We well, well, we, when we start doing the Legion cartoon, I'm sure. We're oh gonna, yeah, we're gonna be doing some flashbacks. So. It'll be the, it'll it'll be a, a gateway for us to yeah, other the gateway cartoons. drug. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Just say no, kids. Just say no. Yeah, yep. folks. This is what this is what happens when there's a little too much chocolate mint martini. Hey, too hey, much hey, wine. Hey, I can little, stop anytime I want to. A little too much, uh, you know, uh, diet Dr Pepper. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That stuff goes right to my head. The wild man. It's the bubbles, you know. Yeah. Oh, Are we even bubbles. recording anymore? <laughs> We've been recording the whole time. Yeah. Really? Oh yeah. Oh gosh. I thought, we, I thought we were actually taking a break. No, no. I, we were taking a break so I could play the electric company. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, I talked all over it. So there you go. Oh, oh, you know. oh nice. There you go. Nice. But, you're, well, you're... Speaking of the electric company. <laughs> oh, yeah. Where were we? <laughs> oh, crap. How much story going on? Uh, <laughs> you guys love us, right? Okay. <laughs> we love you. Oh man! We love that you indulge our adolescent tangents. <laughs> <laughs> well, we find that it's the uh, Lightning Lord is at the electric company, and he's using his powers to add to the generators that's there. And uh oh, he zaps at a uh, Lightning Man, and <laughs> it almost destroys him. But uh, he. <laughs> <laughs> It, this is this, this is very very 
wordy writing that doesn't make any sense. No, no. <laughs> no it doesn't. It, it seems to me to be one of those things where, because as we know, the way Shooter did these things, the way he wrote them, was he basically did like a comic online paper, essentially, and he would draw the whole thing out for them. Even he doing the layouts was thinking, man, none of this is getting across. <laughs> Yeah. Well, uh, basically, well, I, don't know. I think if you took the words out, you can pretty much figure out what he's doing. Oh yeah, the word put the words in, and it's like what the. It, it's it's very much in that in that frame of the everything I'm sh- telling you, I'm also showing you. That's yeah. right. Chris Claremont read this comic and thought, I'm going to be a comic <laughs> book writer. <laughs> oh. Oh. But, but yeah, basically. Uh, <laughs> he, Lightning Man, redirects uh, Lightning Lord's power back at him and creates a f- creates feedback and knocks him out. <laughs> that's about the best that I can do <laughs> from that stuff. Yeah, but yeah one, that's pretty much it. <laughs> at one point, he thinks that Garth has turned has his goody goody brother become a chicken. <laughs> Although super chicken, you almost expect him to just stand up there like baka baka baka. Yeah, I gotta say though, it, it, I guess I guess it runs in the family trying to come up with uh, stupid, uh, you know, punny punny quips. Because he, he, the panel before that, he's like, "Does that shock you, little brother?" Yeah. <laughs> what was it? <laughs> What's your problem? What's, What's your problem? Your problem? <laughs> Get it? Get it? Huh? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. See what uh-huh. I did there? Anyone? <laughs> Uh, See, folks, we're like the four drunk friends you don't have to clean up after, isn't that great? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Wham. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Meanwhile, on a volcanic plain of the island of Java, we find Polar Man. Polar Man. Whoever that's that's possibly the worst place for him to go. <laughs> Not really. When we yeah, find exactly. Him, isn't that just like his planet? Like, it's yeah. just yeah. like his planet. So I he should have forgot. <laughs> Forgot why he has cold powers. <laughs> yeah, this is an oops. I think everybody forgot about that until we basically got to Thar. I know yeah. we got to, I think, in the Archie Legion at one point. Yeah. But really, you know, until we got to uh, Adventure 3, where they where they yeah. went to Thar. No, and we, like... we see Thar in the Baxter run. Oh, yeah, briefly. Right. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. He, he says the heat of this place cancels out much of my cold power, and he runs into someone who says, "Hello, poor man. The name is Beauty Blaze. If you're interested, Beauty and I have one hot mama. Yeah, <laughs> hey now, hey, a, go- a gorgeous woman. Uh oh, of that fire medallion she's wearing means what I think it means. It means I'm in trouble. Good oh. call, poor boy. <laughs> yeah. What's the matter? He look upset, but don't lose your cool. We'll have a hot." time and then she blasts him and he's ouch i'm a fire (laughs) (sighs) Uh, it just gets better and better does it yes Uh in in this heat my freeze power is no match for flames my goose is cooked oh no (laughs) (laughs) doesn't this burn you up (laughs) wait either drop the punning or get a better gag writer (laughs) is shooter talking to himself or he's saying what we're all thinking (laughs) absolutely yeah but uh basically uh poor man uh, freezes some (laughs) freezes some lava and Somehow sneaks behind 
beauty blaze and oh yeah with the he makes a tunnel by freezing the lava and he gets behind her and knocks her out and tags her it (laughs) (laughs) no touchbacks don't touch me back no he did touch her back look yeah he did from behind but, yet. Oh my. Oh my. <laughs> hey now. Freeze. All right. Science. <laughs> Speaking of science, in the chemical laboratory that is def- destination of Element Man, Cosmic King, springing a trap, eh? True, engineer, a death trap for you. <laughs> Element Death <last> <laughs> trap. <laughs> Element Land's all, all like, <laughs> spring a trap, see? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's Canadian. Yeah, he is. Springing a trap, eh? Springing a trap, eh? Take off, eh? (laughs) Oh, you hoser. (laughs) Okay, quick trivia. You guys are always stumping me. Who played Rima the Jungle Girl in the 1959 Green Mansions movie by MGM? Nobody knows. Nobody knows that? I know that existed. Rick might know. know (laughs) Audrey Hepburn. Wow. Yeah. Get out. (laughs) I have to watch that that now. Wow. <laughs> Seriously. Wait, Audrey Hepburn in Jungle yeah. Girl outfits? Hello. Fifty nine. Well, That's like the when she was still hot. Yeah. <laughs> just, wow. All right. I'm Straight just saying. Shit. Shit. <laughs> Darren's like, all right, this is going in a most untoward direction. <laughs> YouTube, here I come. As long as you don't flaunt that lifestyle in front of me, it's fine. <laughs> all I have to say. Mm-hmm. Oh, One thing that you live your life behind closed doors, but it's another for me to have to see it, okay? okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, speaking of alternate speaking lifestyles. Speaking of alternate lifestyles, hi, Element Land. <laughs> He's not jailbaiting this story. Uh, Cosmic King, he turns a table into deadly chlorine gas, but Element Lad, quick changes the uh change changes the sodium chlorine and makes salt and then he changes the floor to slippery mercury it'll floor you great cosmic king has just been overthrown huh (laughs) get it Uh, think you're funny eh well this isn't no (laughs) yeah you know what would have made that panel perfect is a little puddle of mercury saying, do you know I'm the only metal that's li- liquid? <laughs> like that room temperature. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we all know that. I'm almost expecting to see one of the guys crouching down behind Cosmic King <laughs> so that Element Lag can push him over him. Yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's going he's to transmute the yeah, workbench into plutonium. Nope. But that's what makes an atom bombs explode. <laughs> Can't let a metropolis go boom. Well, that's the 21 gigawatts of power needed. Great Scott. 1.21. 1.21. What was I talking about? That was a whole lot of gigawatts. That is. (laughs) I warned you. Here comes the blast. Hey, nothing happened. He doesn't know I took the precaution of transmuting nearby objects to cadmium, which absorbs plutonium neutrons, preventing an explosion. Suddenly, Element Man gained about 100 pounds. I was going to say, he looks kind of like Paul in that panel there. Hey! Oh, 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 oh. Snap! 
<laughs> Check, please, waiter. Thank you. I, I wasn't. Even, I wasn't gonna say it in a mean way like that, though. But you, because Matt's the one that said he gained hundred pounds. I was just gonna say he looked, looked kind of like you in this panel. That's all. <laughs> Matt went made it all all about fat. Yeah, but you're 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 right. Actually, yes, you know I'm what? A, He's still I'm a little jerk. muscular there. It's all good. There's there's only one, there's only room enough for one jerk. <laughs> and I'm it. <laughs> I thought it was Scott. Right. <laughs> I may have been wrong about that, huh? Oh, hmm. the jerkiest episode ever. <laughs> I, I, I I jerk a lot, so it's fine. Uh. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Minutes it's later, I have to put, you might have to put the rating on this one. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> uh. Yeah, the ship has sailed. <laughs> Minutes later, in the supervillains' undersea headquarters. Ha, look. They were fooled by our ruse. Even now, they enter the airlock, confident of freeing Brainiac 5, because suddenly, somehow, all of the supervillains that were all just defeated elsewhere are in their hideout. Don't you think they would have? Because it wasn't them. <laughs> he explained that in the next panel, Matt. Keep reading. <laughs> Uh, they didn't even really defeat us, but solid lifelike images created by the machine. And, yeah. Uh, and, yes. Yes. <laughs> Thinking we're already beaten, they'll walk right into our clutches shortly in the entrance hall. Look, in the great chamber, Brainiac 5. Well, what are we waiting for? Let's spring him. Don't worry, brain old boy. We'll have you out of there in seconds. It'll be a cinch to smash the glass. Wait, he looks as if he's trying to tell us something. He is. He's trying to say you're trapped. Those oh. villains, but how? Get them. And uh, big fight. They, uh, they fight. And they fight. fight. Ensues. fight they, ensues. they fight in one panel. <laughs> yeah. One panel and it's over. That would be like 10 pages nowadays. Oh, we that's, a, that's a three-part miniseries. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, really. <laughs> the Legion of Super Villains is supreme. Not yet, Buster. You haven't whipped us. Who are they? Their armor hides their identities. No matter. Kill them. <laughs> well, they've uh, come out of nowhere. <laughs> and one of them has a gun. <laughs> All right, kids. For those of you who needed to know, this is what's known as a deus ex machina. Okay? Mm -hmm. Okay. <sighs> You'll never get a chance to do any killing, mister. Look out! I'll corral these cooks with my ability to make them super heavy and super lightweight. And I'll use my magic. I'm paralyzed. Hopeless. And so the captive superheroes are released. We're very grateful. Who are you and why did you save us? And as the leaden helmets are removed, I'm Lex Luthor. Leaden helmets, take a drink. Yeah, take a drink. Yeah. Lead helmets. Yeah. Take two. There's two helmets. There you go. Oh, sweet. oh goodness. Yes. I use my scientific Jesus. Mm. Know-how to give myself the superpowers of two le former legionnaires, Starboy and Lightlass. And I am Mr. Mixus Pitalek. <gasps> Two of Superman's greatest enemies. Ah, but we really aren't Superman's foes. We're their 30th century descendants. It was hard to live down our ancestors' reputations, but we figured we could do it by joining the Legion. It's like they had a support group, you know, for relatives yeah. of Superman's villains. And uh, we meet. Hi, I'm Lex Luthor. Hi, Lex, we love you. Lex Luthor well, obviously, like Brainiac said. 5 was, you know, their inspiration. So you we... would think, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Lex Luthor looks like he's interviewing. <laughs> yes. Uh, it won't be easier to win their confidence. The first Lex Luthor has fought them in the past, and my brother once tried to wipe them out, as told in Adventure number 130. I think that should be 430. Yeah, Ed. that's not 130, no. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
No, it might have been. Really? Well, this is 355. Yeah. Uh, is he talking about... Oh, he is specifically talking about the Legion, so it would have been yeah. in 340? Would it have been? I think it was 330. Could have been 330, yeah. Yeah. They're, they're, they're just... They're drunk. Yeah, these, they're these, drunk. These, these footnote editors, they're Ed, drunk. Ed is no. drunk. <laughs> so it would have been that that it would have been that one where we saw Mixus Pedelec. We already did that one. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Mixus Pedelec got into your headquarters by magic. You were gone, but he found a clue to your whereabouts. Who's there? This no polar man must have dropped it. We traced you here just in time. Why the lead suits? We feared you wouldn't accept us if you knew who we were, so we planned to apply incognito. <laughs> Not to mention Don't. it's Legion tradition. Okay. Yeah. yeah. yeah this really. this is what you do, isn't it? <laughs> and, and I love that Beauty Boy is just standing there all shocked. She even has the. <gasps> <gasps> She's got the, the little sweat lines. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, oh no. <laughs> Gasp. A poor man says, Don't bother. You mean. We can't apply even after it's too late. If I know my buddies, they've already accepted you into our adult legion unanimously. Aww. Yeah. How heartwarming. Man. We don't even you don't even need to really do a tryout. We're we're good. We're good. Yeah, we're good. We're just you happy to fine. Yeah. We're just happy to have guys on that have less hair than me. <laughs> that's yes. it. That's what it is. It's like it's like man. Even even Mixus Pitalik has less hair than Starman. <laughs> yeah. Unless he combs it up. Yes, exactly. <laughs> the super comb over. Wow. Yeah. That comb that hair. Uh-oh, that'd be a mistake. That's no. the thing. If if you had if you had magic powers like Mixus Pitalik, why would you have a hairstyle like that? Wouldn't the first after, thing you do? After they magically cut his hair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All yeah, of Superman's villains are his villains due to hair loss. Yeah. So they, yeah, yeah, no. yeah. Strange. Sad yet true. Sad yet true. Superman wow, that has... was fun. <laughs> hey, uh, I'm I'm trying to find another bit of uh, Rima the Jungle Girl trivia. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> Did you know that it was actually um, directed by Mel Ferrer, who has no relation at all to Miguel Ferrer? There you go. <laughs> I did wow. not know that. There you go. That's amazing. Miguel Ferrer, who is the cousin of George Clooney, who played Batman. Batman. There you, you go. See, for for all of the five scenes he was in in that movie. So. <laughs> I never got through the whole movie. I got away. Uh, it. it was the least Batman in a Batman movie yeah. ever. Yeah. So. I, once, once, once the little uh, back credit card poked its way out, it was like, Ugh. okay, I'm done. Click. I'm out. Yeah, yeah that was it. That was it for me. I don't even remember it. You know, because one of the I, series. It's the only one that I didn't see on opening night, and that's mainly because I got married the day before opening night, <laughs> and. Um, <laughs> And the things and, you put Jan through. Did you make her watch that movie? This was I didn't know Jan then. <laughs> this oh. was about eight years before I knew Jan. This was the first <laughs> time around. And uh and yes, so it opened then. So my now ex wife before the reboot. It, before the <laughs> reboot, indeed. My now ex wife actually bought me a copy because we had missed it on our honeymoon. When it came out on previously viewed VHS. Uh, she yeah. bought me a copy, and uh, and so I watched it. I got about twenty minutes into it. They had this bit with the back credit card, and it's just like I'm done. That's it. I'm out. Uh, I'm out. That, that the nipples the were bad one. enough. 
That came out in what, 97? It came out in 97, uh, June 6th, 1997. Yeah, it came out right after I, it, 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 it was the right day before. I graduated high school. Dude. Came out after I graduated college. That's, that's so me. uncool. Yeah. <laughs> I, graduated, I graduated high school in May 97. Aren't and then we went to New York on a on a band <laughs> trip, and we came we came back like open right around opening day, but the soundtrack for the movie is cool, which gave a song to Watchmen. <laughs> I was just gonna say, mm-hmm. it's like wait a Viv- second, Vivica A. Fox is in Batman and Robin as Miss B. Haven. Wow. <laughs> and John Glover as Doctor Jason Woodrue. <laughs> oh, that's right. He was the Floronic Man. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. John Glover shows up in the weirdest <clears throat> spots. Have you noticed? Yeah. He does indeed. He does indeed. Anyway, I think that uh, pretty much wraps us for this one. We've uh, well, there you go. God. Thank, thank God. Aren't you guys <laughs> out there, you know, happy that we're finally done? <sighs> I can't promise that two weeks from now we won't be in just as rough shape though. <laughs> We know we're going to be in that rough shape because we've already recorded it. Yeah. Hey, there is uh, a little bit of Legion stuff in this one, so that's good. Yeah. yeah there just you go. a little bit. There you go. Just enough. Just <laughs> enough to qualify under uh, under under Legion. Um, as um, you as know, opposed to comedy podcast. The Legion, uh, we, under the Legion can't. Commission rules, as it were. We can, oh, yeah. We can't make those promises for next week. For two weeks. Two weeks from now. Next hey, week, we're pretty sure what we can guarantee. Yeah. I'm not hey. sure. <laughs> Did uh, Reem of the Jungle Girl ever meet Buana Beast? That would have been Beast. awesome. That's they fantastic. Three episodes Beast. in a row with an excuse to put Buana Beast in there. Bickety bam. <laughs> uh, you're going to have to tag it with Rima. Come on now. You're going to have to. Did she have any powers or was she, she just woman? No, she's in just. Jungle, Jungle Woman. Yeah. Yeah, we talked about her almost more than we did the Legion, so I think it's fair. <laughs> She's only had seven issues. Come on, we got to give her her due. Come on now. Yeah. I mean, yeah. this was this was a fine Legion story. Ooh. Off, off. But um, yeah, they went from a cool story. I thought, you know, there was actually, you know, what there was some talk. Uh, on the forum about uh, the whole idea of of and we talked about about this the uh, last week just the whole idea of being beholden to the adult legion and um, and you know Levis did a really good job of of saying I'm going to acknowledge some of that stuff but I'm moving beyond it and yeah. uh, and you know and it, and it comes down to a stories like this where where you. You know, we talk about the fluidity of, of of time travel, and you know, this is what's led to a lot of the reboots. In, Unless in it's a Legion story, then then time travel was not it's very fluid rigid. At all. Yeah, exactly. Five down to. <laughs> all I know is if Booster Gold shows up in the Legion's time, we're screwed again. Okay. Indeed. It, oh, see, but that would be cool. Um. Mm. Anyway, <laughs> you think that now. Yeah. Well, uh, there's that. Wait. Wait for the Legacy series coming in 2010. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm but I mean, just the idea of now. <laughs> just but just that idea of being beholden to a certain continuity, and you know, I don't think when uh, you know we we've talked about how Jerry Conway was definitely one of the writers who seemed to be starting to move some of the stuff that way, or at least to be making nods toward this story. Right. I don't think any of them were really pushing the continuity to say this is going to be the case. 
Yeah. You know, but um, because even, you know, when you look at uh, at Conway's biggest contribution to moving toward the Adult Legion story, when you get right down to it, he kind of did an end run around that that was like, I'll give you a statue, but it's not what you think. Yeah. Mm Right. And 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 so I think that that was a, a lot of what was going on there. I think certainly Shooter was beholden to that future to a certain mm-hmm. degree. Um, oh, yeah. With how much he used the molecule master. To be yeah, fair. That's... yeah, and, and, and to be fair, you know, that's that's his uh, you know, it, it was his story. So, of course, right. you know, he was thinking, hey, this is the direction I'd like to take these characters. That's fair. But um, but you know, way to, the, way to end the show, Paul. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> I don't well, know. No, I, I think it's important that you know the Adult Legion story was a great "what if" type of story, right? And that's right. exactly and that's, that, how it should be the treated. Category of it, it's a "what if." It's not this is the way things shall be, you know. And I think a lot of people took it that way. And I'm glad for Legion number three hundred because it gave Levitz the ultimate opportunity to say. All right, I'm setting it up. And guess what? We're moving beyond. Big swerve. (laughs) Big swerve. Exactly. And there you go. Just deal with it. It, Things did not occur the way that story depicted. So there you go. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, and the way he did it was, hey, here's here's a whole bunch of alternate timelines as to how it could have gone. Yeah. But it didn't. Legion 300. Legion 300 rocks. Yeah. And we'll get there eventually. We will. (laughs) We will indeed. In the meantime, we should... Sorry, go ahead, Matt. Oh, I was in between I was time. What? <laughs> I think that's someone else's gig, Scott. We can't. We can't use that one. Uh, I was in the wrong podcast. <laughs> Sorry, Matt. Go ahead. I was going to say Legion Three Hundred is <laughs> great to read for that uh, for that Earth War era story. Oh. <sighs> Anything that gets Jim Sherman drawing comics is a beautiful oh. thing to me. True that. True that. <laughs> All right. What well, we've got uh, World of God going on. I'm trying to play you guys out, but you just keep fucking talking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <shut up. laughs> All right, then. Comments, as always, are welcome at legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com. Uh, yes. You can also send that to info at legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com. And uh, see, you've made, you, you, you totally messed me up. legionofsubstitutepodcasters huh? at gmail.com. <laughs> Yeah, I totally messed you up, Paul. Yes, me. you messed me up. It wasn't the wine at all. No, no not the wine. <laughs> Legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com. Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> I'm not editing any of this either. You better wise up. <laughs> Janet, Janet Weiss. Weiss. <laughs> all right. Comments. Speaking of apple pie, happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> Why, that's not for two weeks. Um, or wait, a week. Oh, oh, damn it. It's. It's coming Thursday. There you go. Record this. There you go. <laughs> Comments once again, as always, are welcome at Legion of Substitute Podcasters at gmail.com or info at Legion of Substitute Podcasters.com. You can also follow us on the Twitter at LOSP Podcast. You can uh, head on over to the forum, forum.legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com and join in the conversation there. And you can also go to our website, legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com and post comments to our episode threads there. Or you can stalk us on the Facebooks. You know who you are. We're also on the Facebook. <laughs> indeed. Indeed. So uh, with that, we're going to head back into the time bubble, make our way back to the 21st century, and we will see you next week. <laughs> uh.
Pamplemousse. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Be one of those nights. It really is. You are listening to episode 59 of Legion of Substitute Podcasters, Growing Up Legion, Part 2.